The IDP Pro Players Pod on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger. With WinBet, download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. Hello, welcome back to episode two of the IDP Pros podcast. This week we're talking about the NFL's top tier IDP players. My name is Johnny the Greek. I am a writer for IDPGuys.org and I am joined here with my good friend Gary. Gary, how's it going? It's going great, John. And as he mentions, my name's Gary, aka the IDP tipster on Twitter. I happen to be the chief IDP content manager at gridarmratings.com and I'm also senior IDP analyst for the SGPN Network. And we're going to pay homage to another sponsor. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold, hard cash with their over-under game. Just head to sleeper.com SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. And make sure to check out our relaunched merch store where you can get all your favorite SGPN gear. Just go to store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. We're also brought to you by IP Vanish. IP Vanish is the official VPN of SGPN, and they're offering 70% off if you go to ipvanish.com backslash SGP. That's ipvanish.com backslash SGP. All right, this week, Gary, we're talking about the NFL's top-tier IDP players, and you've got them ranked here in tiered squads. Why did you do that, and what are we talking about this week? Well, as we mentioned before, we're kind of coming back to the basics. And I was trying to go over in my head, how is the best way to approach this to get new and novice managers to understand that this top tier, there are, the hairs are so fine, folks, that it doesn't really matter if you've got them one, two, three, or four at this level. Um, so I decided to go with a squad. We broke up the top 12 in this tier one by three, and I, I put them in these little squads so that I could explain why these guys would be in this top tier. Yeah, I, I love this thinking here, and it looks like it's further broken down a little bit by position. Um well, for some of it at least, but we'll get into it. Let's start with the premium squad. So these are the guys that are absolutely worth having. These are the guys that are going to go off the board super duper early. And that is Darius Leonard, Roquan Smith, TJ Watt, Micah Parsons. Let's take them, what do you think, one at a time? You want to start with Darius? Sure, yeah. Let's talk about that tackle monster, man. I mean, what's he been? Uh, triple digit monster for the last four years? Yeah, and uh, his rookie year, he, he was on pace. I, I remember writing this in tweets a few times that he was on pace for like 200-something tackles at several points during the season. He's an absolute monster. Yeah, he only played 15 games in that 16-game season, too. It's pretty wild. Now, I mean, the standard's getting a little higher. we just seen that this past year. But I'll tell you what, the reason I got Leonard up here is number I ain't going to say number one, but my first guy listed in this premium squad is the basis of – 
He's averaged 135 tackles per season since he's been in the league. It doesn't matter how many games he's played. Um, his least, his floor has been 121, I believe. Uh, you know, that's, that's his. he's just the next Bobby Wagner. And for you folks that haven't been familiar with Bobby Wagner, he did manage to outlast uh, Luke Keekley. Uh, but those two for the ever for the last five or six years were both ranked up there one, two, three four five well that's Darius Leonard now he's up there and he's got the best stability and you're just not going to be disappointed in drafting him you're going to get whatever you paid for him you're going to get that production and it's going to be well worth it that's why he's in my premium top tier one squad yeah, I'm with you. And and the deal with him is you get an excellent like floor of tackles each week, but he's the explosive play guy here. I mean, one of. We're, we're going to get into Watt and Parsons, and they're known for that too. But Leonard could you know pick six or force fumble any given week, and it's uh, it's more likely than not with this guy. Right. And we like talking about the base tackles basically when we're talking about the standard shallower uh, type leagues uh, for the novice. So the reason we want to do this, and we're not going to – too hard at the playmaking ability stats is the simple fact is that they can be fluky now we'll tell you this this tier one it's not so fluky with these guys so that's why they're here yeah no doubt yep uh second guy we're gonna look at is roquan smith he's my he's my favorite guy um i don't know about this list but when it comes to those um People that could end up being the linebacker one in terms of total IDP points each season. This is usually my selection uh, for a number of reasons. He's young. He's excellent. He's really good both as an actual player and as a producer. He plays every snap, every single game. Um, you know, people think I'm nuts, but the, the weather in Chicago has something to do with this. This is It's harder to pass there. There's a lot more running. Um, you know, their, their offense isn't that great. He sees a ton of snaps every year. Like, there's just so many good things going for Roquan Smith. He's a very safe pick to get you excellent production. Yeah, they're getting ready to change the scheme this year, but there shouldn't be any reason to think that the talent and skill set of the best guy on their defense right now is not going to shine through. Um, the only reason, the only hair that really got him, Leonard, over him was the fact of the average is yearly average of base tackles is 131 for Rogan Smith. Isn't that a bummer? Yeah, not, not like you said, the hairs are, we're splitting hairs, yes. Yes, sir. Yeah, no, either one of those guys is excellent. Um, our third guy we're going to talk about here, TJ Watt, uh, depending what you know type of league you're in, he might be considered a defensive lineman, but in most places he's a linebacker. And as a linebacker, he's going to be a little more what we like to call splash play dependent, which means you're going to get less of those tackles each week and more sacks, um, force fumbles, things like that, which is great. Those usually get you a lot of points. They just happen far less often and less free in a, you know, they're less sustainable and reliable week to week. So that's just something to consider when you get this guy. But what do you got on TJ Watt? Well, considering Sleeper is one of our sponsors, I definitely like T.J. Watt over there in his dual designation. He's always in the top top ten uh, end of the year results. He's always the he should probably always be the first guy off the board uh, because of his D.L. designation, and it's very very uh, valuable. But when it comes to just as a linebacker, yeah, you kind of kind of shade there. He he has a great what 
works for TJ Watt besides all the sacks is his high ceiling in the base tackles. It's almost like a low end linebacker two type tackle amount. I think he ranges in the 60s a lot. Um, either way, um, his name should be right up there at the top. But John's got a very good point. Know your designations. If it's not a big splash play and he's a designated linebacker, then you might want to think about knocking him down a little bit here. Right, and we're going to definitely have some episodes where we talk strategy and, you know, why we bring up stuff like this. But just something to consider is, um, you know, positional scarcity. And T.J. Watt as a defensive lineman is worth way more than T.J. Watt as a linebacker just because Mm -hmm. he's the best defensive lineman if you consider him a defensive lineman. And he's just an okay linebacker if you consider him a linebacker. All righty. And last but not least, we're going to talk about Micah Parsons, The probably one of the few good things that's happened to my Cowboys in recent history. Uh, the Penn State product has been absolutely excellent throughout his rookie season. Um, you, you know, the, the deal with him is you pick your poison, right? Either he plays more on the defensive line and you get more of those sacks, splash plays, weak winning games, or he doesn't and you have that tackle floor. But either way, you're going to get good production. So uh, I think we're looking good with uh, Parsons here. What's your take on him? Well, that's kind of a kind of reaction that I was uh, expecting from you because I felt kind of iffy about putting him on tier one to begin with because, you know, we're usually guys of habit where we say, I want to see three years of this. It used to be a rule of thumb. I used to repeat that all the time. I want to see three years before I go, you know, planting my flag in a guy and and really believing in him. But I'll tell you what, after watching the tape and everything, in his whole situation, if you check out the article that I have on uh, sgpnpodcast.com, you'd be able to tell that uh, I actually put in there that his profile – was a combination of Watts, Smiths, and Leonard's. Because I don't think it really matters this year. I think he's still going to be able to, if he translates into that inside linebacker position, I still believe that he'll be able to get that kind of production that'll matter. Yeah, right. That, that's the thing with him. He's in such a good spot because, you know, Dallas did lose some pass rush with um, Randy Gregory leaving this offseason. So, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, if he has to pass the, you know, pass rush the quarterback a little bit more, that means you get some more sacks. If he doesn't, that means you get a ton more tackles. So either right. way, you're good to go. Yeah, yeah. He might slip down to the bottom of this tier, but more than likely he's going to stick right here and we're going to have him right here again next year and for a very long time. Most of these guys, all these guys that see Watts, probably the oldest. Yeah, and and he's not that old. And uh, much, much. So they're all good, right? They're all good for redrafts and dynasties, right? Absolutely. And and much like Watt, Parsons has that dual eligibility on Sleeper, which is huge, too. Yep. All righty. We're going to take a quick break for a commercial and be right back. Make sure to get down on the wins. Bet $50, win $200 promotion, where a $50 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets. If you're betting baseball, you have to check out WinBet. Their reduced juice in baseball games makes them the best place to bet MLB. Bet $500 or more on sports or casino before July 31st, 2022, and get entered to win the ultimate fantasy football draft experience at Encore Beach Club, including a two-night stay at Wynn Resorts for you and your entire league. Multiple entries allowed. 
There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough win bet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. And now you can make money on Sleeper 2 by playing their new over-under game that's super simple to play. First, in any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the over-under. And when you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two to over 20 times the money you put in. And another reason I'm excited about the over-under on Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my buddies' contests and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where we can share picks, and it's always insanely fun to ride them out together. So stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to play their new over-under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. On your mobile phone, join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com SGP. And Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's right. Join our squad and get the 100% deposit match at sleeper.com SGP. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Alrighty, the next uh, tier we're going to look at is the golden tier. So these guys are basically lax to lead their positions in IDP production, whether that's, uh, well, I mean, for these guys, it's going to be defensive line for most of you, but if, you know, down the road, that'll be defensive end, defensive tackle, once you guys get more comfortable with IDP. For now, we're just going to talk defensive line, and the guys we're going to talk, Miles Garrett, Nick Bosa, Aaron Donald, Bobby Wagner is the one linebacker here. Let's start at the top with Mr. Garrett. Uh, Gary, what do you got on him? Well, I just want to be clear, too, about that description. You know, I mean, I say they're going to lead their positions in IDP production. You don't have to be number one to lead your guy or to be the leader in IDP. I mean, if you've got an average, if you've got somebody like Leonard that was averaging, you know, 16, 17 points a game, you know, and then the overall guy that turned around and had the most tackles on the year in production and leads the thing is only averaging 15 tackles or 15 points you know there's a discrepancy there so i just want to make sure what we mean by this is these guys are going to produce they're going to be a top one two or three off the top yeah and and i think what i like about this list is that there's no risk with with this list at all this entire list but this uh tier specifically like if, if you get garrett or bosa you're getting 15 sacks minimum you get donald you're getting 14 minimum mm-hmm. uh wagner you're getting 130 tackles minimum right like, is, is that- wagner's the out, outlier in this little group here i mean it was it was really i still expect him to be a top five. I think he'll produce. I think he's got one more year in him, and I think he's going to really lay it down this one year. As an Ernest Jones fans, for you deeper IDP fans, I'm heartbroken, but when it comes down to Bobby Wagner, I it's like Luke Keekley. I never doubt him when he was on the field. Right, right, and we will get into Mr. Wagner here shortly. Let's start with Mr. Garrett, though, right. the, helmet, the helmet swinger himself. What, what do you, what's your thoughts on Miles Garrett here? Right. Uh, let's just be happy that everybody can clean up their act, and he did a 
pretty good job of it, but he is still a terror out there on the field, isn't he? He's just he's tough, he's efficient, he's consistent. Um, he's everything that if you're looking for an edge rusher or a defensive end or defensive line play. Now, we're probably talking about sleeper or one of those uh, novice leagues. So we're really looking at him as more of a defensive line play. You can't do any better than Miles Garrett. Um, the only advantage that uh, Watt or Parsons might have over Garrett in the uh, uh, sleeper app would be the fact that uh, uh, Garrett is not listed as a linebacker slash DL, so he's not dual ex- uh, eligible. But the numbers are all there. Miles Garrett is another one of those guys. Not only does he get the sacks, but he gets a nice f- ceiling and floor for tackles. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the thing. It, it, you know, last year, he was on pace. He he was putting up a sack a week for mm-hmm. a good long time. Him and Bosa, him and Nick Bosa were doing that. And that is so insane. Like, anyone that's been doing this for a minute to see that, like, mm-hmm. you, sh- you, you should never get that. That's just, you know, statistically unlikely. Sacks are splash plays. We call them splash plays for a reason. They change the game. They change the momentum in the game because they don't happen that often. Right. They don't happen every week like these guys do. Uh, right. You know, you're... you're you're getting the ultimate talent at defensive line if you get, get Mr. Garrett here, that's for sure. Right. Everybody's a Lawrence Taylor now in this league, so you, these guys don't do it quite like he might have back in the day or oh, what was the Green Bay, the, the edge rusher? Uh, oh, Reggie White? Oh, Reggie White, yes. Manhandling everybody like they was ragdolls. Yeah, everybody is like that now. <laughs> Pretty much everybody. We got a bunch of them now, folks. And Nick Boza coming in here right after Miles Garrett. I basically wrote him up like a prototype to Miles Garrett. The only reason Miles Garrett might be here more is a little bit of an age difference. Um, we had one season when Miles Garrett got suspended for stupidity, and then we've had Nick Boza missing time. So, I mean, but the upside, the consistency, and what they can do to get into the backfield, they're going to make sure that if you get them, no matter what you pay for them in a redraft or a dynasty all right and we're not telling you to go overspend but we're going to tell you if you are these are two of the defensive linemen you want to get if their name if their name's on there you can't go wrong with anybody's name that we've covered so far you're going that pick is going to to be golden right yeah these guys are not going to let you down and and something that you know i'm positive we're going to get into at some point but it's still a little more of an advanced concept is which teams do pass rush rotation more and which teams don't and which guys do and which guys don't none of these guys have that problem no one's pulling aaron donald off the field Mm -hmm. for some fourth round pick you've never heard of because he's gassed he doesn't get gassed he comes off the field when he wants to come off the field that is correct that's it that's it other than that he's there and just finding that in the modern nfl is is really hard and that's another benefit to all these guys yep yep yeah aaron donald's i mean the guy is 33 years old so i mean if we have one on this list folks if you might want to shy away from a dynasty option maybe aaron donald is your guy but i mean john let me ask you or do you think you can get a couple more years out of him is it worth it in a dynasty league to have that kind of production 
Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. he just signed that three-year deal. I think I'm getting three years out of him guaranteed, uh, for sure. And especially, I mean, you know, once again, apologies, advanced concept. If he's a defensive tackle, he's worth his weight in gold. Yeah. At defensive line, he's still worth his weight in gold. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the the dynasty thing does give me a little pause. But three years is a good. That's three full seasons uh, of excellent production. What more production. could you ask for? You're right. not going to get that out of a three the first three years out of a rookie, are you? No, no, no he's sir. in his prime. He yeah. is in his prime. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, yeah. I guess I'll slide on to Bobby Wagner. Okay, he's been doing this even longer than Leonard and Smith. He is the prototype last, maybe, real inside prototype middle linebacker that I can think of. I mean, yeah. when, I, when Cookley left, you got Ray Lewis. I don't know. Can you? Is there anybody – that is exactly like Wagner. Everybody's like some hyped up hybrid of him, aren't they? Yeah, these those days have kind of passed us. The you know the NFL goes through phases, and right now linebackers are just not as important as they used to be. It's mm -hmm. a pass happy league, right? So right. you want more defensive backs on the field. The linebacker body type, the linebacker speed and coverage ability is just not what you need in today's NFL. So when you have guys like Wagner that are good in coverage, can stay on the field 100 percent of snaps, and you know are really good at their job and are high producers for IDP, you got to go get. Them. And he's been doing it, I don't know, 12 years? No, I don't oh, know. It, it might not long be time. Oh, yeah, I would say at least, yeah. Oh, you think long so? Long time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Either way, folks, he's been doing it forever. So definitely not going to go wrong there. So sure, yeah. if he would have stayed in Seattle, I actually would have had a hard time keeping him out of the premium squad because it would have just been a lock for me one more year, at least saying it in redrafts. You know, he's got a little age on him. Um, he, I don't, I'm not sure what his contract is for the next couple of years. If you're looking at a dynasty, you might want to think about just going ahead and letting this slide and getting somebody else off this list. As we, as we mentioned, you can't go wrong with anybody on this list in most cases. So it's just Bobby Wagner is a little bit older. Um, it, I, I just don't know how much longer he'll last. I think, <laughs> I, I think he just wants to prove a point for a couple of years. What do you think, John? Oh, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. So it's it's kind of a contradiction for me because we've mm -hmm. seen what that Rams, for lack of better you know terminology, middle linebacker slot is capable of with Corey Littleton, who's right. terrible, right. Uh, a, a couple of years ago, producing just right. a monster IDP season that won a lot of people their titles. We know Wagner is like a billion times the player Corey Littleton is. So do I just put up with it for the, you know, the last year or two of his career and know it's not a dynasty thing but i know i'm getting that production i probably would to be honest with you yeah yeah and i'm realistically if anybody around him on this list because i think that uh you know like we was talking about bobby wagner just doesn't miss playing time i mean if anybody falters around him with injuries or anything bobby wagner don't be shocked if he leads the league in combined tackles this year the guy's done it a few times yeah a few and times a few times yeah, and that's exceedingly rare. I, I remember I was looking at this for an article a couple of years back, and it's only happened in the past like 25 years, uh, like two or three times, that someone's led the league in tackles more than once. Keekley and Wagner are mm -hmm. the only guys that you've heard of that have done it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, and you're, I mean, you're discounting a lot of people. And now we're going into 17 
game seasons. So, like uh, Foya Okalu did last year where you had an ungodly – or was it him or Campbell that had the ungodly 189 tackles or something? Oh, that was, that was Foye, but Campbell was was excellent as well. He just missed a game or two. He would have been right there. Right, right. So, I mean, these numbers are going to get a little bit higher, a little bit quicker, This, I believe. And like you said, it's a whole different ball game from what it was just 10 years ago. It's a pass-happy league, and defensive backs are in, and, and there's only going to be one defensive back that we're going to be talking about. Yeah, and we will get into him in our next squad. Uh, squad excuse me. First, we've got a quick ad, though. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed, your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's just like getting nine months for free. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with a brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to ipvanish.com SGP and use promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's I-P-V-A-N-I-S-H dot com slash S-G-P. All righty. Next here we're going to look at is not to be confused with the Golden Squad. This is the Gold Squad. They're, they're still shiny, just not quite as shiny. So these are players that are a lack to have an impact, have all the upside in the world, but there's you know something with each guy that doesn't make them the absolute best, and we'll get into that. This list consists of Derwin James, Safety Chargers, C.J. Mosley, Linebacker Jets, Devontae Campbell, Linebacker Packers, and Devin White, Linebacker Tampa Bay Bucks. Let's start with Mr. James. Gary, what do you got on him? Uh, I just want to remind everybody real quick. Though, this is this is a list that I got together here. So it starts really getting a little hairy. And I kind of I kind of felt funny putting Derwin James in the T1 because he's a defensive back. But, folks, he is probably your best secure guy this year heading into the redrafts. He's still kind of young. Um, he's got dynasty value. Um, he's just better than what I think you might think of uh, Jamal Adams at this point because Jamal Adams has kind of been inconsistent, you know. So um, I, 
I felt funny even putting him in here, but he is our first DB, and he is going to be our only DB in this tier one. Yeah, and that's and that's the thing. Like once again, we'll cover this in later episodes. But there's such turnover each year in who the best DBs are, and it's such an easily replaceable position, especially if you're using actual defensive backs and not corners and safeties. You're mm-hmm. talking, you know, three corners, two safeties, and every team that play almost every snaps. What's five times thirty-two? That's that's as many guys as you have available. That's a ton of guys, right? You just got, you know, you'll find some. You'll be fine. But Derwin James is not a warm body like those guys he's excellent he's the best idp safety you know heads and tails above everyone else including jamal adams uh so that's why he's on the list he's the best of the best and if you're gonna reach or you're gonna go you know move up to get a safety or a defensive back this is the guy you do it for anyone else you wait right right exactly he just has that special thing to get his butt up here in this tier one and other than that then they're going to start sliding but we'll cover those later absolutely next guy we're going to talk about is cj mosley and cj mosley was excellent on the ravens he's been equally excellent on the jets he's the inside linebacker for the jets plays every snap every week soaks up a ton of production and the jets are one of those teams that spend an awful lot of time on defense uh so you know availability being the best ability cj mosley is available and on the field plenty uh so this guy is less about the explosive splash plays and more about the consistent week-to-week tackles but that's fine with me in in my old age i have been more about um sustainability consistency and week-to-week reliability and that comes from tackles and not you know interceptions and sacks and stuff like that i want production every week not just some weeks yep yep i got you and you know cj mosley you know as you mentioned he's not the best graded he's not the best looking he's not on the best team there's nothing there except for the fact that he's going to produce he's going to produce so he made this list he's not a big shiny name like you might expect in the tier one but i'm not here to put a bunch of shiny things in front of you and distract you from the facts. And the fact is, at least in a redraft, C.J. Mosley is going to have another year just like he had last year with triple digits, and it's a lock. It's as long as he stays healthy, in which he's came back and proven that he's capable of. Hopefully he's going to play a little bit better on film than he did last year. He did grade probably worse than I've ever seen him grade. But, you know, the guy had had a lot of time off. And um, I, he's right there. Now, one thing I want to mention, don't go reaching for Mosley. There's no reason to. You could actually let his name slide. Yeah, this is not someone that a lot of people are reaching for right now. This is just more about a reliable option, I think. Right. You're not going to be disappointed if you pay uh, if you pay the price high, but at the same time, you might get some funny looks because you could probably get them in that second level and get tier one results, at least in redraft. When it comes to dynasty, uh, I mean, he's going to fall down my boards a little bit. Yeah, he has actually been around for a minute. He had a you know a decent career in the in Baltimore before even coming over to the Jets. But um, yeah, he's Mister Reliable, that's for sure. Yep. All right, our next guy is somewhat of a surprise. If anyone remembers him from his Arizona days, Devondre Campbell has had a career resurgence in Green Bay, the likes of which not even God has seen. Yes. Uh, you know, with the kind of season he had last year was just absolutely ridiculous. He had about 
plus tackles a game every game that he actually played. Um, there was even a story about him sitting in on the special teams meetings and learning all the special teams roles um, for coverage. And, you know, someone got injured and he just stepped right in. And, you know, he's just a team player all the way around. PFF had him graded as one of the best linebackers, in, you know, in coverage and mm-hmm. run stopping and across the board last year. So, and that's another thing that we will eventually touch on. You have to actually be good too, or you're in danger of losing your job. You know, we'll talk about guys like Zach Cunningham and Jalen Smith at some point. That that is something that can happen if you're not actually good at football. They're not going to put you on the field. And Devondre Campbell is excellent at football, and he's an excellent producer. Yeah, and he finally, finally took Green Bay's defense and gave us somebody that we might be able to use for a little bit. I know there's a rookie that they just got in there, and there's a you know there's a lot of rookie hype going on, but folks, we've you know. Remember, we have decades of experience, and I have done the math, and less than 4% of any defensive player that's uh, uh, drafted each year ever makes an impact in the top 64. We only had two of them last year. Um, So the odds are, after they paid Campbell, they love Campbell. He did what nobody else was able to do since who? A.J. Hawk? I'm not really sure who was after A.J. Hawk. But anyway, uh, it's been a long time since somebody took control and they're excited about it. And as long as they're excited about it, I'm excited about it. Yeah, absolutely. And and he's one of those guys that if you are a newer IDP player – you know, or you're in a newer league, not a lot of guys know about him. I mean, he had last year for production. Before that, he was just another guy. He was he was like a jag on uh, Arizona. He, yeah. you know, gr- he's Green actually broke out it. twice in his career. He's been doing it so long because he actually broke out, what, in his third year with Atlanta. He finally earned a payday. Maybe they gave him another year. And then he went to what? Is he, so he had like a good year there. And then he went to Arizona. Yeah, there, he, was okay, right? he was okay there. He's just yeah, a and totally then he got phased out. Yeah, yeah, got phased out with Jordan Hicks and then uh, Simmons. Uh, they got Isaiah Simmons during the draft, which really just put the screw on Campbell. But you know, uh, yeah. So it's kind of shocking. It's great to see there's a few players out here last year that made some resurgence with uh, Charles Harris up here in Detroit. I mean, and that guy has never broke out. So I mean, it's nice to see Campbell getting it done. And I had no problem putting him here in tier one, especially for redrafts. Now I'm going to mention again. This is a name like Mosley. You can probably let. Mosley slide a little farther than Campbell, but you know the next guy that we're getting ready to talk about, you're not going to be able to let him slide very long. No, no doubt. So the next guy we're going to talk about is Devin White, <clears throat> and his claim to fame was he was the LB1 the year before last, I believe it was, uh, and he did that off the strength of a nine-sack season with another, what was it, 150 combined tackles on top yes. of that or something? Like right. It was just an ungodly season, and he did most of that in the fantasy playoffs, including one like four-sack game that basically helped me win a title. Like He just had a legendary season a couple years back, and he's been Mr reliable since then um you know his deal is between him and levante david the bucks are one of the only teams left that are starting to 100 percent of snap inside linebackers each week and both of them are excellent but devin white is clearly the better option due to the fact that you're going to have a great floor of tackles plus these ridiculous sacks interceptions and uh, splash plays that he comes up with uh more often than not right uh, Levon David is going to be coming up later in uh, other episodes. I believe I have him in tier two. But either way, 
when it comes to Devin White, he kind of weighed out a little bit more this year for me. We were actually entering last year. I believe you were on the bandwagon with me, John, about saying that he wouldn't be able to, to produce that again. Because, you know, folks, it's just really damn hard to repeat. You know, that's why we were giving so much respect to these guys that can repeat or even stay within the top 10 for years at a time. So, but when it comes to Devin White, I think that there's going to be a little bit of a swing this year. We don't have no JP, JPP. Jordan Whitehead's gone. I'm not impressed with Logan Ryan there, folks. If you're if you deep players out there, quit going and getting Logan Ryan. All right, his, his his ride's over finally. He's taken over that deep safety. But when I look at the rest of this defense and I, I look at what they're going to have to do this year to get Brady back in there in the Super Bowl, because you don't think that they don't want to get Brady back in there one more time, right? I think they're going to unleash Devin White again. I think we're going to start seeing this kid making plays. I think that we're going to see him do some of those things that we've seen him do with his rookie season, and they're going to do it by scheming it. Yep, definitely. And and what's nice is there's like a human nature aspect to this, too, where, you know, the LB1, uh, which is why, you know, you'll see some people overdraft Foye Lucan this year, even though he's on a completely different team and it's a totally different situation. He was the LB1 last year. He was the linebacker right. one, so people are going to go grab him. It's right. not about picking that and you know thinking it's going to happen again it's about getting in fr out in front of who's going to be this year's lb1 uh right. and devin white's got a really good chance to do that well i'll tell you what if you don't care john we're going to go ahead and pay homage real quick again and then folks we're going to come back and i've got some questions for john i'm going to pick that idp brain we've relaunched the sgpn merch store Tons of awesome gear from your favorite SGPN shows. Just go to store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. That's store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. And check out with some of your favorite SGPN podcasts merchandise. All right. So we got our first 12 players that we are recommending in the books. Let's talk about them a little bit. So sticking to this list of 12. Who are some guys that you would move up or down to different squads? Uh, let me look for a second. Gary, what do you think? Is there anyone you'd move? Because you, you came up with this. You wrote an article on it. You know, you had some time to think about it afterwards. Is there anyone you'd move up or down from these different squads? I'm still, I'm really iffy about having Derwin James up here, man. I mean, if it just wasn't for that, you know, elitist type production that i expect you know i I'd probably knock him down um i'm not going to mention exactly who i might move up because uh, i'd have to look at my tier twos better but other than that and that's only taking on the the whole fact that he's the defensive back yeah i'm i'm with you man um safety that's the question i really wanted to ask you because you not making the list i thought maybe hey this is going to give a chance for everybody to get, you know, there's a second opinion. You got to understand me and John, we worked together in the past. We've worked a lot together in the past, but this is our first real project. And this is again, the first time that we've gone back to basics. So John, what do you think? What, 
Are so, you doing any adjusting? Yeah, so, I mean, you know, the the natural inclination here of the the modern fantasy player is to be ageist with all this stuff, right? To to resort it based on age because that's what everyone does. I, I've never cared mm-hmm. about that. I play to mm-hmm. win the game, right? Um, right. Ar- around week 8 to 10 each season in every Dynasty League I'm in, which is like 20 plus easy, uh, if I'm not going to, I can tell if I'm not going to win that year, right? It's, it's right. It doesn't. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out my roster is not that good. If that happens, right. I'll sell some guys, I'll get some picks, and I'll start over again next year. But if I'm close, I'm going to try and make some moves, make some trades to win that year. And for me, that means I don't care about age. I'm trying to win every single year. I want the best production possible. Unless it's a total, mm-hmm. you know, dumpster fire start over squad. And, you know, that's a different story. But if I'm close, right. I, I don't care if my guys are old. It's about winning. It's not about continually making moves which is what it seems like a lot of Dynasty players do. They play it just to play it. You don't play it to play it. You play it to win it. So I've got no problem with the age stuff here, so that wouldn't affect me. Um, I might move... It's so funny that you just brought that up because I've actually got plans for an aggressive IDP draft approach, kind of a strategy thing, trying to uh, come up with a new way to come across in an article form, and I'm, I'm, I imagine it'll end up in a pod form too, but yeah, be aggressive, don't give a shit, I don't care if it's your first year getting into IDP, build that offense, do what you do best, and let the IDP fall to you, it, it will be fine, they'll support, we've said it before in episode one, your IDP squad just needs to support your winning offense. Right. And, and, and just, you know, because of what we just mentioned, there are so many people that are just going to go after the young guys anyway. You could build your defense. You could build an AARP defense and they would be excellent. Think about it. Bobby Wagner, Devondre Campbell, CJ Mosley. That's your three linebackers right there. Aaron Donald, yep. uh, Cameron Jordan. There, there's your defensive line, right? Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it's safety. Uh, Harrison Smith, uh, you know, I, I, Justin Simmons, get some older guys in there and you still got an excellent defense. Defense and it's oh, yeah. it, it's guys that no one's really thinking about because they're quote old unquote <laughs> right and those guys are still consistent just not as high in consistency as these guys that we're talking about here they're still, they're right on their tails though and even any of those guys that we'll get to later on any of them can ha- overachieve any week and be the leader in the NFL in production for IDP. So, yeah, it's, I just thought that was really cool you brought that up. So you don't have any two that you want to mention there? I no, mean, I, I talking don't. Talking about age, don't let me cut you off. No, no, I don't I don't nitpick when it comes to stuff like this. These these guys, I do my drafts by tiers, right? And these guys are mm-hmm. all in the first tier. They're, they're mm-hmm. all in, you know, in the top 12 of their you know, respective positions. And that's what I'm looking for, right? Once I get past that top 12, I'll move on to the next 12, so on and so forth. The, the, the splitting hairs, like you were talking about, in between linebacker two, linebacker three, that's literally, if both those guys stay healthy, that's not even a point per game. So I don't care, mm-hmm. right? I'll take whichever mm-hmm. one falls further and I'll be happy with it. So yeah, right. no, they, no nitpicking for me. Leagues. Right. right, those shallower leagues. What you you know? That's the tiers. I usually go with sixteen. Uh, I've been known to make my first tier thirty-two, but I went with twelve because this is probably for a twelve-team st- standard or twelve league, twelve-team standard league. Apologies, but either way, um, I'm thinking you know one of these a piece on each roster. You got an anchor. Yeah. 
Right. Absolutely. So yeah, no, no nitpicking for me. Who's your favorite player to manage off this 12 though? If you had to pick one guy out of these 12, who are you taking? Uh, I, 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 I mean, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I've been falling in love with Miles Garrett, man. I just love that security. You know, it's between him and Aaron Donald probably, and I know that's not, you know, the, the flashy Watt or the uh, Parsons, but who's to say they're not one of my other ones. But I really I really like Garrett, man. I like getting him and, and paying the price if I have to, and that position is just secured and taken care of, and I'm, I'm moving on. Um, my second guy, let's see. I, you know, I mean, I got Leonard up there at the top for a reason. You know, it, but the thing is, is probably just like you, John, we're not paying that price. No, no, that's yeah. and that's what my answer comes down to here is a lot of these guys are just going to cost too much. So I'm going to wait and get someone that's comparable and it's going to be, you know, a point or two different per game and be a OK. I'll put that capital where it needs to go. Uh, super flex, extra quarterbacks, backup running backs, uh, you know. Right. All that good stuff. But, yeah, if I had to pick one guy here out of this list, I mean, if we're playing these shallow leagues we're talking about with DL, I mean, I'm sure it would it would make sense to say Watt, but you're not getting him. I've seen Watt go in the second or third round in combined yep. offense IDP leagues because people have lost their freaking minds. So and it's sleepers, it's, sleepers, yeah, yeah, yeah. And sleepers yeah. ADP is questionable. I, you know, they're a sponsor, uh, so it's questionable. Um, so yeah, I'd say Garrett or Bosa because you could still get them for a decent price, and you're going to get just as good production. And these guys aren't going to stub their pinky toe and be gone for three weeks a season like Watt does too <laughs> yeah man somehow he keeps coming back and producing I don't know what it is about him he, he's uh, well he's JJ Watt's little brother it is genetics <laughs> it is definitely yeah. family genetics no doubt yep, uh yep. And, and yeah and if I had a second one I'd probably go um Parsons, uh, just because I like the the win either way thing, right? Like, I'm either going to mm -hmm. get a boatload of tackles or I'm going to get mm -hmm. a good amount of tackles and a bunch of sacks. Uh, either way, I'm going to be good. And that dual eligibility, like, is great, too. That's great for uh, bye weeks, for injury problems, um, stuff like that. That's where that stuff comes into focus because it's like in the middle of the season, especially the modern fantasy with corona and injuries and 17 games, you're going to have to do crazy things to just keep going and having that uh, flexibility is huge yeah yep yes sir all righty let's look at another one here so if you could sub out one player and put another one in that we haven't talked about who would it be now i made this list man that's on you you answer that one okay okay well that All right. is All right. that is a great That's, question here i would yeah we're trying again folks we that's something we always do when we try to work together is you know we're not one track minded uh we definitely want some options out there hey who knows you may prefer john's classy voice over my good looks and you know <laughs> it might just go that way so you want to hear what he has to say and i want to hear it too because it helps everybody 
Okay, so so circling back to the ages stuff we're talking about uh, earlier, I mean, sure, it, we do play a lot of Dynasty Leagues, so a bet I've been making in my Dynasty Leagues this year is that Aiden Hutchinson is going to be the next big thing. We thought it was going to be Chase Young. We haven't been right so far, but everyone's always looking for that next big thing. Mm-hmm. You know, at all of these positions, and quite frankly, defensive line is the most important one because of the positional scarcity, so if you're right there, you're really right. You're, you're sitting pretty um so i'd probably pull oh god one of these guys at defensive line um you know none of them willingly because they're all excellent but if you you know force me to i'd pull one of them and put aiden hutchinson in because if you're right you get a decade plus of excellent production out of a guy that's in his rookie year and if you're wrong then you're screwed Nah, don't believe that, folks. Then you just can make it up later on. You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna make a gut call like that, you know, there's recovery. There is recovery. You just got to plan on it. Well, yeah. In the in this league, in these leagues, we're talking about these shallow leagues. Yes, there yes. there there is the ability to recover from that because there's going to be loaded waiver wires here. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm more talking about deeper leagues with this, but I just I just right. think that concept makes sense if you can yes. p- find the next great thing. Uh, before, Big swing. Right before everyone else does, especially at a position of that much importance, you're really setting yourself up good. Yep. You'll never catch me getting rookies in there, folks. Never. I just nope, not happening. <clears throat> yeah, right. living living so, on the edge here. So yeah, uh, living on the edge, living on the edge. I don't know if I like this kind of talk from you, John. <laughs> okay, so is there anyone that you would pass over in the first uh, couple tiers to take anyone from tier three, or you know, same deal here? Would you pass over anyone in the first tier to take someone from tier two? What do you think on that? I mean, I I already can tell you, yes, I would pass over Leonard uh, Roquan easily to take Garrett or Bosa because defensive line is exponentially light years Mm -hmm. more important than linebacker. I can find warm body linebackers week three. I cannot Mm -hmm. find Miles Garrett on waivers. I cannot find Nick Bosa on waivers ever. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. That's what I like about the squads because, I mean, realistically, I had to list them one way, but this is just the premium squad. You know, it's just, it doesn't matter each way, either way. It's by your preference. Um, and positional, I mean, in thinking of sleeper with the dual designations, I mean, uh, yeah, I would probably want Parsons or Watt if I could because uh, more than likely, uh, well, I don't know. I'm just worth paying for. In sleeper, I would go with those two. Then I would probably go with Garrett. But that's only because of sleeper and just because once I got it, I can just lock that down and it's a, a little bit better of a lock than Garrett. Um, uh, going over, let's see. I'll probably, I'd probably skip Derwin James. I hate to harp on him. I probably wouldn't skip on Mosley because he would probably be down around the area that I could get him out at a decent price. And, right. and uh, Campbell, I might, I might slip on. I might slip on a little bit and go down and, and, and look at a different position in Tier 2 just because um, I think he is going to do his job this year. But uh, uh, he's going to slide down. I, I just don't think that uh, – I think I'd rather have someone like Devin yeah, and here's another factor to consider here, too. So for me and Gary, we're talking like 40 years combined of playing IDP. I remember 
injury-riddled Devondre Campbell seasons. And that's going to be sitting in the back of my brain when I'm looking mm-hmm. at him on the draft board. Anyone that's starting this is not going to remember that, and that's probably a good thing because, you know, there's some debate as to whether or not injury-prone exists. I, I think it does, but uh, that's okay. I'm just a guy. Um, so that, that doubt might creep into my mind if I saw him um, or even Derwin, you know? Mm-hmm. It, it, it's injury history is prevalent either way you look at it uh, light or heavy I mean it some guys stick out so there's no reason you know always follow your gut call always follow your gut call I made this list I looked at this list I looked at sleeper mainly looked at their default settings and and I went for it and this is what I come up with this is not normally what I would come up if I was at gridironratings.com because our scoring is totally different it's still a balanced format but it is a far off from their default but hey i'm here to help everybody that's trying to start this so i went with the most popular site out there right now one of our sponsors and i do believe campbell is the guy that you want uh, on your roster just make sure you pay the right price right yeah don't don't reach on that and uh you know it it's it's never over until it's over, right? Like especially in these shallower leagues, like you're not talking that much of a difference uh, getting a guy from waivers than you know drafting one of these guys. It's not as big is you know as if we're talking the leagues I normally play, which is super super right. flex full IDP with individual positions. Like if you miss there, you're in trouble. But you know in the modern fantasy era, it's not really about the draft anymore. It's about paying attention and adjusting in season. And if you just stick with it and keep trying there's a good chance you can recover from that by the time playoffs roll around and save yourself and have a shot and that's that's all we want is a shot to win in the end try to give one last shot at showing how this works so we skip leonard we skip we miss out on smith we skip out on garrett we skip out on Watt. we skip out we 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 skip out on all these because we go ahead and do our offense first so everybody starts getting all panicky, and they start taking these names and paying the high prices. That's fine. Oh, darn, I didn't get these guys. But there sits Campbell because of his name. There sits Mosley because of his name. There sits the, the, the other defensive linemen. Like, well, I guess we could put Joey Boza or Hunter in there or um, some of these. Uh, help me out, John. I got, a, I got a brain fart going on, man. It's yeah, a progressive C- moment. C- Cameron Jordan, man. Yeah, uh, you know, right. Even some of the dreaded rookies you don't like. Uh, right. Hutch- Hutchinson, Thibodeau. Like, right. There are a ton of other. We're in episode two. We're going to literally drown you guys in names by the right. time we get to the season. There are so many right. options out there. And it's all right. just degrees of production. These are the best producers, all things being equal. But... It's degrees, right? Like uh, yes. F- Fred Warner may not be Devin White, but he's really close. And w- week to week, you're talking a tackle or two, and that's not a huge right. deal. Yep, got to get that offense first. Do the, or just wherever you feel comfortable. If these guys are on the board, get it. Get one of them. Get somebody. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah, right. You got anything else? Um, no, I think we're going to wrap this up, John. 
All righty. So that was our talk about the top, you know, the top tier overall, but divided up into sections. Uh, make sure you come back to us next week. And we just want to mention the SGPN Discord. Make sure you check out the new Discord server for SGPN. It's the perfect place to interact and sweat bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash Discord exclamation point. I don't know if that's in the address, but uh, go there and get hooked up with the SGPN Discord. All well, right. John, it's the end of episode two. Folks, please re- join us again next week. We'll be going over tier two. I don't think we can get tier two and tier three crammed in the same show, but you never know. But as far as I'm concerned, I'm out of here, John. You want to take us home? Absolutely. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll see you back next week. Same time, same place. Have a good week. Take care. Bye-bye.